I'm an entrepreneur with a mission to share unique business experiences, tips of the trade, and entrepreneurial advice through fun and easygoing conversations with pros and peers. I'm Cassie, and I'm your host. Let's grab drinks after work every Thursday as we banter and brainstorm. With a shot of business and a splash of pleasure, this is the Mastermind Mixer. Hey listeners, before we kick off today's episode, I've got some thrilling news for all you go-getting product and service-based entrepreneurs out there. Picture this, an all-immersive experience that ignites your entrepreneurial fire, connects you with industry experts and like-minded peers, and propels your business to new heights. Well, guess what? The moment you've been waiting for is just around the corner. In one week, I'm dropping a game-changing announcement along with my friend and colleague, Allie Ray Haney that's going to reshape your business journey. Get ready to escape the ordinary and embrace a world of growth, innovation, and community. So keep those headphones on and stay tuned for the epic reveal in just seven days. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mastermind Mixer. Today we're shaking it up and it's gonna be a little bit different because I do not have a guest with me today. Instead, I'm going to be going through some workflow and client experience um, exercises, and it'll be specifically focused on a mobile bartending business today. So the paired drink for today's episode is the Aperol Spritz, because it is a nod to my favorite babysitter from California before we um, got relocated to Virginia. She is currently traveling through Europe, living her best life. So I am recording this podcast in the closet of our Airbnb um, that sits right along the road. So I don't know how quiet it's going to be. I don't know how seamless is going to be as I have um, one child napping and another one reading and entertaining herself for a bit. And then I have like semis that pass by and it shakes the house. So bear with me, enjoy your drink, or if it's in the morning, enjoy your coffee. Um, But I hope that you really can dive into this um, CRM world with me and um, talk through a lot of workflow and just how I view client experience. So as I mentioned, we will be diving into the inner works of an innovative and a luxurious bartending service. For um, the sake of this podcast, we're just going to be calling it The Bar. Um, so The Bar is not your typical beverage cart. It specializes in crafting frozen cocktails slushies and drinks with the fancy ice cubes, like the really beautiful ones that have like flowers in them and things like that. So with its blend of flavors and its top tier service, it aims to be a game changer in the event space, um, both for weddings all the way to corporate events and private um, social gatherings. So as we break break down their workflow um, and their client experience, you'll get a firsthand look into how I like to bring in a seamless operation on the back end so that your client satisfaction is always a five-star experience. So before we get started, um, first we need to talk about what the goal is as far as who we're talking to and why this market exists in the beginning. So it's my opinion that mobile bartending services are um, gaining traction and just a popular add-on for events because it's a personalized experience. People want to feel like they're being catered to, right? So um, if I can go to Applebee's and get a margarita, that's one thing. But if I can go and have a mobile bartending service come to me and I can say, I all, I only want fresh ingredients. Um, I, I want it to be pink. Um, I want it to be glitter, you know, whatever that is, that personalized experience 
um, really feels good. Uh, also the convenience of it, the fact that you don't have to, um, book, you can book them anywhere cause they can come to you. Um, I think that that is another reason, um, why the clients are looking to book. And then the last thing is that I think that the people that are looking to book, book mobile bar tenders, they're really aimed at that artisanal or local experience. Um, they really value small businesses and they value the attention that they get when they hire them. So I had that in mind throughout this entire exercise um, as I started to work through the bars workflow um, and analyze how I visualize them um, being able to be successful. So um, for starters, let's first talk about um, the first impressions. First impressions are so important. So outside of just who you are when you show up at the event, how, how are they finding you, um, online? So my best advice is to first start, and this all speaks to client experience, even though it might seem like it doesn't like the client experience starts when they discover you. So is the website, um, easy to operate? Does it show actual pictures of your work? Something that I find difficult for mobile bartenders, um, because the focus isn't always on the bartenders. Um, you know, they're the entertainment. So um, just making sure that you're showing your work. I don't think that it's a place to use stock imagery. I think that that is um, something that should be saved when you're not saying what you can do. So you don't want to use a stock image or I wouldn't want this client to use a stock image of this super fancy drink if they're not capable of making it. Um, even if they are capable of making it, but it's not theirs, I would still say it's not the appropriate time to use stock imagery. So um, I would first recommend that the bar um, maybe do a branding session um, or a styled shoot um, to incorporate some more people um, so that they can get images that represent who and what they can do, who they are and what they can do. Um, so that's the the bones of the website. So now you have the website, obviously, like we know that we have copy and now we're translating this into our social media accounts. Even if you're not super active, I would say having at least nine posts before you go live. Um, even if that is one of those grid posts where it it's one image, but it shows nine pictures at once on Instagram. Um, to just say that like, hey, we're here. Um, we'll be more active on this as we get rolling, um, especially if you haven't had any previous clients. So that's where I would start. Um, then on the this is where we're going to transfer into a little bit of workflow and client experience kind of overlapping together. So um, if you know anything about me, you know that Dubsado is my uh, CRM of choice. I think that it is robust. I think that they are growing. Um, and I think that they, they will um, be more of an industry leader than they already are. So um, most of what I speak on today is based on the capabilities surrounding Dubsado. So keep that in mind. Um, if you do use a different platform, I'm sure that there are tweaks um, and maybe different names for what they call things. Um, so anyway, so for the mobile bartending service, the bar, um, the first thing that I would do for the workflow side is get a calendar on your website that shows your availability. Um, as a person who seeks out vendors like this often, it is a little bit frustrating to inquire and not know about availability. So um, 
because it, it's a time waster. And the people that are booking, as we said, like they're looking for that personalized experience and the convenience. So it's not very convenient to have to email to ask about availability. So if you can afford um, the capabilities to put a calendar and you can exercise the um, discipline to ensure that that calendar is always correct, I think you, that you're going to be far beyond um, what most services all, um, are, are doing right now. Um, as you grow a team and things like that, it might be a little bit more complicated. But in the beginning, um, if you're one person and you have one bar, then if you're booked on a Saturday, mark yourself out on your Saturday Google calendar and embed that calendar on your website. So when they first check in to your website and they're looking into booking you and they see their dates available, then I want them to fill out a lead capture form. So this lead capture form asks them their name, their um, contact information, how many guests they're expecting. Um, you can even ask them if they're wanting um, specialized cocktails um, in a yes or no situation, or you can say like specialized cocktails you'd like to see on the menu and they can type that in. Um, any the, the day of the rent, the venue, anything that you need to know, um, you can ask them then. So I think that, that that's super important. That gets you all the information all at once, which as a small business owner, you're going to be very busy going back and forth constantly. Asking them questions is exhausting and time consuming. So to eliminate that, you just have a really robust um, lead capture form. So that's on your website. They fill that out. When they fill that out, um, I think that there should be an automatic email with info on what to expect next. So I'm saying that you could include a questionnaire, which just Depsado allows you to create in their form section. And whenever you fill out that questionnaire, whenever you make it, um, you can have it have as many things as possible. So say I'm your customer and I send, I fill out the form and it comes back to me and it's like, thank you for filling out the form. I am available. Um, I'm so excited to be a part of this event. And then it says, please fill out this questionnaire to move forward. That questionnaire could say, are you looking for, for this case, for the bar's case, are you looking for frozen cocktails? Are you looking for slushies, both alcoholic or non-alcoholic? And, um, or are you looking for a classic bar with our fancy ice cube option? And if you're looking for ice cube option, are you looking for flowers? Is there a color theme? So you can really um, do a whole intake form and you're not even touching the client at this point. You haven't even spoken to them. Um, and the email can still sound personable. So um, Dipsado allows you to, to use smart fields. So it could say, hi, Cassie. Da, 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 da. Like, thank you so much. I'm so excited for your event. Um, and it can also fill in things from their uh, lead capture form. So you could have it say, hi, Cassie, I'm so excited for your event on, and then have it auto-populate the date at, how to auto-populate the venue. So you can really make it sound like you're engaging with them firsthand and it can be very quick. So you can have that send automatically. You can have that send within an hour of their inquiry, whatever makes you feel comfortable. Some people like there to be a little bit of distance between inquiry and the first response only so that there's not the impression that you're just automatically accessible 24 seven, which can be very overwhelming. Um, if you're getting a lot of inquiries or if you just have needy clients, because we all know that those exist. <laughs> so um, 
after you send the email about what to expect, you can also send them links in that email that might show past work. So maybe you're very active on Instagram. Maybe you have a gallery that you really love. Um, or maybe it's just a PDF, but you're giving them a little bit of value. You're showing them that this is why you should pick me out of everybody else that I've inquired with. So I think it's really important um, that you have that value piece in addition to, to the ask. So you're asking them to fill out a questionnaire, but you're also showing them value as to why they should do that. Um, and that's something that I think as a client, I really appreciate. Like, to, I know you need me to do all this, but tell me why I should do all of it. So that's another, that's, I mean, and that's all in the first email that goes to them after they fill out the form. So the next step, which is, I'm going to say controversial because there are a lot of people that love calls and there's a lot of people that don't love calls. I am in the category of not loving calls. So what I do is that I um, reach out via text message. So via text, um, I send them a text that just says, Hey, it's so nice to hear from you. I got your inquiry. You should have an email for me. This is my phone number. If you don't get the email, please let me know. That really eliminates the issue of emails going to spam because as we know, it is the bane of every business's existence that their um, emails either on a newsletter or just directly go to spam. So I hate that so much. So I just eliminate that. But again, I'm not saying that you you send them a text message yourself. There's an app um, called, or there's a website called Project Broadcast, and you can automate text messages. And you can also have that integrated with Dubsado. So whenever you send the automated email or whenever the lead capture comes in, you get a message from Dubsado that sends it to Project Broadcast that says, hey, send this, send this text message. I'm so sorry, you guys. I can hear children and I can hear cars. Uh, again, let's, let's just battle through this like we're sitting in a coffee shop. So um, with Dubsado, you can use a program called Zapier. It integrates with Zapier. Zapier, how I explain it to my own clients is it's the bridge. So if website A doesn't talk to website B, Zapier is the bridge that marries the two together. And it zaps is how they call it. It zaps almost every website I've ever tried to integrate together. It does it in some capacity. Some have more capabilities than others, but regardless, there's always, there's always a plethora of options. Um, so I do know that Dubsado zaps with the project broadcast. So Whenever I get a lead in, I can automatically send a text and I'm still, I still haven't touched the client yet, which I think is so cool. Um, and again, like this text is just to say like, Hey, let me know if you have any questions. Did you get my email? So I also think, um, particularly with the bar, um, to schedule a call is really important. Um, I think that when you're talking about a curated experience like this, um, in the cocktail space, there might be, you know, questions that can't be answered over the phone, or that could just be answered much quicker over the phone. Um, so within Dubsado, you can have a scheduler. So in addition to your automatic email that asks them to fill out the questionnaire, you can also allow them to schedule a call and that can all be in one email. Um, so I would ask them to schedule a call. 
And then I would create an intake form in Dubsado's form section so that when you're on that call, you bring up your client that they've scheduled this call. You fill out the questions because you're going to ask the same questions to everybody. So you fill out those questions and submit it and it saves in your client portal. So that client that calls you, they, you never have to like find your notebook where you wrote those notes down. It's all digitalized and it's all housed under the same roof, which for sake of time and for sake of ease, it's so much easier for you on the back end to be able to just pop into their, to their account and to their project and look under their forms, pull up their forms and be like, oh yeah, this is what they wanted. This is what we talked about. This is how many people they're expecting. All of those good things. So that's what I think should happen. I want to take a moment and talk to you about Dubsado, an incredible all-in-one business management platform designed to help you streamline your processes, elevate your client experience, and save time on the tasks that matter the most. Dubsado offers a wide range of features, including client relation management, project tackling, invoicing, and so much more. It's the perfect tool to help you grow and manage your business with ease. And because we love Dubsado and our listeners so much, we have a special offer just for you. Use code Cassie Lane at checkout to get 20% off your first month or year with Dubsado. That's right. You're going to get 20% off when you sign up and you use the code Cassie Lane. That's K-A-S-S-I-E-L-A-Y-N-E. Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to simplify your business and focus on what truly matters. Visit Dubsado.com, D-U-B-S-A-D-O.com and use code Cassie Lane today. Now let's get back to the conversation. Are you ready to create a stunning website that showcases your brand and sets you apart from the competition? Let me introduce you to Show It, a powerful and intuitive website builder that's perfect for creative entrepreneurs like you. With ShowIt, you can effortlessly build a beautifully designed website without any coding experience. Their easy-to-use drag-and-drop interface allows you to customize your site to your heart's content, ensuring that your online presence is as unique as your brand. As a thank you for being a dedicated listener of the Mastermind Mixer, we're offering you an exclusive deal. When you sign up for ShowIt using my referral code, Cassie Lane, you'll receive one free month. Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to elevate your online presence and showcase your brand in the best light. Head to show it and use the referral code Cassie Lane, K-A-S-S-I-E-L-A-Y-N-E to claim your free month and start building your dream website today. So now let's get back into the client experience. So that was the workflow side. So you have this intake form that's digitalized and now the call is over. I want there to be a, it was so nice chatting with you email that sends an hour after your scheduled call or maybe two hours after your scheduled call. But this is going to have to be personalized. So that's an interesting balance between um, client experience and workflow is the difference between automation and personal touches. So in this particular case, you can't send a blanketed email. I want you to have a canned email. So canned emails are emails that are pre-written and saved because the for the majority of the email or for all of the email, um, the content of that is the same for every client. So this particular canned email is not the same, but it's mostly the same. So it might say, um, hi, Cassie. It was so nice talking to you. Thank you for getting on the phone with me. Um, Just to recap what we talked about. And then you have like a blank. So whenever you open up that canned email, you fill in the blank of that call. Um, Or you could even attach that intake form and say, please review this form to make sure I didn't miss anything. Um, 
which in that case, it could be automated because you know that that form is going to be in there after every client, after every phone call. Um, And within that, I would have the proposal that has the final pricing. So their initial questionnaire, I wouldn't quote them a price at that point. You could have prices listed, but I wouldn't give them a final quote. And I would even put on that questionnaire at the bottom, like prices subject to to change depending on final um, numbers or final information. So after you have the phone call and you have all this, you send them the final pricing proposal. And I would send them a proposal that they have to click again. So you want it to be filled out by them. And here's why. I have had clients experience where a client has told them verbally something. The customer, sorry, the customer has told them verbally something. And my client has taken that verbal commitment and put it in a proposal, sent it off. And the person saying, no, that's not what we agreed to. I find that the best way to alleviate that pain point is to make them fill it out, even if it's redundant. So it's clickable and it's easy and it's all those things, but the responsibility lies in their hands to fill out the form correctly. And it's not a cop-out. You're just asking them to confirm and reconfirm. I think that's due diligence. Um, So once they fill out the proposal, so you've sent them the proposal after the call, they filled that out. That will auto send the contract and invoice in Dubsado if you set up the workflow that way. So the next email could say, like they fill out the proposal, they click send, then it'll say, thank you so much for filling that out. Here's your contract and invoice. The things that they put in the proposal will auto populate into the invoice. It'll auto populate into the contract. And then everything in the, the, the rest of the contract and invoice are standard. So those things will, those things will remain the same. Then you can also add a suggestion for specialty drinks and add-ons like glassware, upgrades, and garnishes. So you can add those in the proposal. Or just like I said before, when you're asking them to sign the contract and the invoice, having a value piece is very important. So maybe it's just a PDF that says like, have you considered like, or things to consider. Um, And like I said, that could be garnishes that could be names for specialty drinks maybe you include a quiz that says um how how to name a specialty drink and you can have them like fill out a quiz and it spits out a name for them so um these are all things that you could do that feels fun feels personalized but also is automated so you're you're deep diving into that client experience without actually having to talk to me so that through let's recap throughout the entire thing thus far the only time you've touched the client is for the call. Um, and then the the recap email. So in that, in that call and recap is the only time you're actually speaking to them thus far. And you're already at a signed contract and a retainer paid. Um, so they sign the contract, they pay the retainer, they get a confirmation email that says, hey, we got your signed contract. Thank you for your retainer payment. Um, here's a link to your portal. This is where all of these things will be housed um, and then remind them of the payment schedule and the contract info. So I always let them know um, your final balance is due X amount of weeks prior to your event, which I think a good rule of thumb would be two weeks um, for the nature of the bar. Um, I think that people's guest counts change often um, 
So I, I would feel comfortable if I was the bar <laughs> to um, have a two week final balance um, due date. So I would remind them of that. And then I would remind them that their final um, garnish, not garnish count, but uh, final specialty drink decisions, like when those need to be made, when they need to decide if they're doing the add-ons, which in my opinion would probably be three weeks out because at two weeks you want everything to be finalized and nothing to be changed. So you're just reminding them of all of those dates. Um, plus, um, like I said, just reminding them of when that specialty menu needs to be finalized. So something here that could be the value piece when you're saying like, Hey, here's all these things to do. You could include a code for an Uber and Lyft discount. So Uber and Lyft, you can go in and it's like a block code for any event that gives them like so many dollars off on a ride. And I apologize, I don't know what the percentages are, but I do know it exists. So you could go in and say, for every event that you have, go in and make a special, a specialized code for that event. How cool does that feel for your client to know that they're going to be taken care of so that they are at, you know, as a mobile bartender, you're saying like, I know everybody's going to be drinking. I'm going to be pouring the drinks. Here is a, a coupon code or a discount code for Lyft and Uber for anybody who might be leaving your party. That's nothing that they have to do. It takes literally minutes to fill out the form on Lyft's or Uber's um, websites. And it feels so personalized and so thoughtful. So that was something that I really loved. Um, that like, that's something that I really love that I came up with. So, um, I would, I would love to see that as a customer. And I think that it really just elevates all, all the things. Um, I also think that, um, whenever you start to get into the final confirmations of things, um, having a PDF that says like this amount of guests per, um, alcohol bottles. So if you have 30 guests, you should have this much alcohol if you have. And just because you know, they're going to ask that question anyway. And although you're going to, we'll get to this, although you're going to send them a, a grocery list, um, having it on their radar about what their expense will be outside of, um, hiring you, I think shows them that you don't just care about the transaction and that you really want them to be prepared. So even if you include that a little bit earlier, um, so that there's no misunderstanding about what things are going to cost, I do think it's important. And that could be one of your value items. Um, I think it's fine to include that um, in that confirmation after they've signed the contract and retainer. But if you feel more comfortable including that earlier, you could absolutely do that. So um, for the final balance email, um, you send an email that says, hey, your final balance is due. But again, that's a workflow thing. A client experience thing is to say, hey, your final balance is due. And I wanted to share this PDF of house cleaning companies that I really love in my area. And here's some great playlists um, for cocktail hour, or here's some great playlists, um, you know, for whatever the occasion for birthday parties, you know, whatever you cater to, whatever. And I, in my opinion, you want this to be as generalized as possible. Um, so I wouldn't make it for birthday parties unless you only serve birthday parties. Um, I would stick more for like cocktail hours or receptions or parties in general for the playlist because you want you don't want to have to go in and change that for every client depending on what type of event, event that they're having. But 
it will be things that maybe they haven't thought of or maybe they've been stressed about. And when the final balance is due two weeks prior, you may send that final balance email a month prior. So a month prior, you're saying, hey, your final balance is due in two weeks. I'm sure you're getting really excited about about your event. Here's a PDF for my favorite house cleaning companies. Maybe you can even talk to the house cleaning companies and see if they'll offer you a discount if people use your code, affiliate marketing. Maybe they'll do your house cleaning for free. Um, and then having those playlists, which you can easily create in Spotify. Um, you can create um, albums that you like, um, playlists, and you can share them in a link or just like through Spotify itself. So now we're, that's at the month final balance email. Now we're at the two week prior email. I would like the bar to check in um, via email, confirming the guest count and that there are no changes to the menu and reminding them that there can be no changes after this point, because you're going to be prepping for the event to make sure that you have enough ice, you have enough slushy mix, you know, whatever the drinks are, um, you're making sure that those are taken care of. So at that two week mark, you're just saying like, Hey, checking in, confirming the guest count hasn't changed and that there's no changes to the menu. P.S. If you haven't already paid your final balance, it is now due. I would also suggest at this point sending their grocery list. So they're in most mobile bartending companies. Um, the way that they operate is that they come in as servers um, and they can bring everything but the alcohol. Some include um, chair chairs. I was saying chairs because I wish I was sitting in a chair instead of a closet. <laughs> anyway. Um, they include cups and straws and fancy little stirs or whatever. Some don't. Um, so based on the bar, the bar is going to include everything, but the booze. So I'm going to send them the grocery list that says, here's how many alcohol bottles you need to buy. Um, and here's everything that we know to be true. So two weeks prior, it's check-in, the guest count, no changes to the menu and the grocery list. The day of the event, you're going to arrive early. You're going to coordinate with the event team on the setup area. And here is something that I find to be huge. I want the bar to show up for the event and I want them to have everybody, I'm calling them everything but the alcohol boxes. I want them to pop in and have little gift boxes for the vendors, for the caterers, for the venue, for the event coordinator, for the photographer. Um, because mobile bartending gets booked pretty late in the game for events. So how are you going to grow your business? You are going to grow your business by referrals and word of mouth. Who's going to give you a better referral than an event coordinator or a venue? Who's going to put you on the preferred list faster? Someone who feels catered to or someone who doesn't, someone who feels seen or someone who doesn't. So I want the bar to make everything but alcohol boxes because I don't want you to deal about the liability of having alcohol in your gift boxes to vendors. And then have a little recipe card that says like, here, add tequila to this, mix this together, and you're going to have the specialty cocktails from today's event. That's going to make them feel so included and you are going to be so memorable. So. That was something that I also loved um, for the bar and that I really think um, I would recommend a a heavy focus being put on. 
So obviously you serve the event, you knock it out of the park, um, you clean up after yourself, you take your trash with you. Um, if there hasn't been prearranged, um, services, um, for the trash, and then, um, you say your goodbyes. Now we're at the next day. Um, the day after the event, um, maybe two, I wouldn't go more than two days after the event, send a thank you automated email in that email, ask for reviews and send them a a coupon, um, code for Ivy therapy company for hangover services. So imagine you're like, you just had a big blowout 30th birthday party and you had a mobile bartending service there. You love them. You had like heard great things. The drinks were good. And then the next day they send you an email that's like, Hey, here's $50 off Ivy therapy for a hangover. Like share the coupon code with all of your guests. How freaking cool is that? (laughs) I would love that. I don't even know that I would like, I don't know that I would use the service, but the fact that I would feel that catered to, I'd be like, I am hiring you for every single event I ever do in my whole life. (laughs) Just because that, that level of thought and attention is so curated and so luxurious. I, I'm obsessed with it. So these are all these little, these little notes that are, that are setting you apart from every other business like yours. So even obviously I'm using the bar as an example, but on anything, there's always something that you can do that will elevate your client experience for myself as a wedding photographer, I send them a Starbucks barcode the day after to say like, I know you guys are exhausted, or maybe you're jetting off to a honeymoon and you're going to be going through airports all day. Here's a barcode, go to Starbucks, get your favorite drink or your favorite treat and take a breath. Like you did it. So there's always something that you can do to elevate that experience. You just have to find what caters to your specific client. Um, so yeah, the day after you're asking for the review, which is your workflow. And then you're offering them the code for the IV therapy, which is your client experience. So those two things go hand in hand, but they do look different. Okay. So now we're almost done. We're at the six week aftermark. I really want to check in with a client and see if they've received any photos from the event. Did they have a photographer? Do they have anything that they'd like to share with you that maybe you could use on your social media? Um, I know that this gets difficult um, because ex- uh, experiences with, with photographers vary about whether they're willing to share or not. Um, but the only answer that you can get unless you ask is no. So if you ask and they say, oh yeah, here's our photos. Or if you ask for a vendor list, you can ask the photographer directly. Um, no matter what you do, obviously if you're using pictures or videos or any type of content, tag the vendor that is present. So if it's a photographer, if it's also tag the event coordinator, tag the venue, tag everybody that was involved. Um, and if you want to go above and beyond that, email them directly. If you didn't have their information prior and you got the gallery or the video content from the client, reach out to them via email and say, Hey, client X shared everything with me. Are you okay with me sharing this? That's a client experience that goes to their vendors and the vendors are going to bring you more clients. They're going to feel well, like they're a client too. So I find that to be very important as well. So, um, and then maybe with, um, maybe with that, 
you also remind them to give a Google review if they haven't already. So um, check in. Have you seen any photos? We would love to see them if you have them. Also, as a reminder, if you haven't sent us a Google review, we would love to see one. So that's all easy, easy things to do. Then I want you to add them to your email list. And this is the final step before you mark this client as complete. So add them to your email list. Use Zapier to zap your project client to your MailerLite, which I'm going to use as an example because that's the platform that I use for my email list. And start sending emails two months prior to holidays to remind them that they should rebook. And if you really want to go above and beyond, in all the way back in the beginning, when we're talking about the lead capture form, ask them when their birthday is. Then figure out how you're going, whatever system works well for you, whether that's a reminder in your Google calendar or um, some type of reminder that you have to send out an email to, or maybe you schedule that content right away. Um, This is something that you can play with to find out what works well with how you operate within your own business. But I would at least suggest sending emails out two months prior to the holidays to remind them to see if they want to book you. Above and beyond is to send them two months prior to their own birthdays and say, hey, your birthday's coming up. Do you need a bartender? These are all things that you could do that they're going to be like, dang, like she remembered me. Um, They can always unsubscribe to the emails, but that's going to give you the longevity within your business and the retention of your clients. So as a recap, (laughs) that was a lot. Um, We go all the way through lead capture, um, all the way to our email list, balancing the workflow and the client experience. The um, recommendations that I have for websites and apps and programs to use, um, as I mentioned, Dubsado for your workflow and your client experience, that can host all your forms, your questionnaires, your lead captures, Um, It has a schedule in in it for scheduling phone calls um, and all your email correspondence, any data that you need on that client. Then project broadcast for your auto texting. Uh, Bookable, B-O-O-Q-A-B-L-E. They have a live availability calendar. So for example, for this hypothetical client of the bar, um, if they have three bars and they have three bartenders and one bartender mans each bar, they can put those things into bookable and it'll be a live availability calendar. So if it's booked, it'll black it out. That's that calendar that I was talking about having on the website. First of all, I think bookable would be a good option for that. If you can afford um, that expense, Um, Google calendar is obviously free. So if you can manage that on your own, that's also a good platform um, to use as well. So, and then lastly, having Zapier as um, the bridge to marry all of those websites into one, it just makes your workflow easier. Um, it makes everything um, just flow a lot smoother. So in conclusion, I think it's very clear that a well-defined workflow and a client experience um, is really the success driver for a service-oriented orient, <laughs> a service-oriented business like the bar. So if you can find the balance and really write out what you want that to look like, and this is what I do with my clients. Um, for free, I offer a 30 minute free workflow analysis. Um, and this is how we break it down. Like what feels good to you? What feels, what feels weird? How do we marry all of these together so that you're not robotic, but you're really speaking to the clients and you're also not touching them every single email, every single day. So 
that is all for today's episode. Um, thank you so much for joining me. Um, it is a little awkward to just be, um, on a one-sided conversation. So, uh, I just appreciate you being here and you listening. And I hope that, um, the background noise wasn't too distracting and every thing is great and you're enjoying your Aperol spritz. So, uh, have a great day and we'll see you next time on the mastermind mixer.